guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Plant Medicine, Cannabis, Psychedelics, and Pharmaceutics. Today, I have a real a high <laughs> drama going on. This is a very exciting show for today. Even me, I am ready to learn from these guys today. But I have the representative founders of uh, Luminate. But before we get to them, we have to do our good house cleaning. What is that about? This show is for educational purpose, should not be taken as medical advice. Consult with your physician, clinicians for all your medical needs. Do not stop or start any medicine without talking to your doctor. I haven't said that uh, we have sponsor. Without you guys, we can't even be here. The show is sponsored by WCI Health, your alternative health and wellness hub. And WCI Health University is the uh, entogenic education intersection of science and psychedelic medicine. And they are the makers of glows. Uh, don't let us forget. Have you picked your book, A Pharmacy's Guide to Cannabis, Perspective of a Non-Conforming Clinician? You are yet to pick it. Go grab yours. If you are in United States, you can pick it on my website, wci-health.com. If you are out of the country, you can grab it on amazon.com. Having said that, uh, it's a lot of exciting thing that has been happening. Just a few days ago here, uh, Prince uh, Harris, I know everybody have their politics and their opinion when it comes to the royals. <laughs> yes, when it comes to the royals, we all have an idea. But at the end of the day, they are just like average families like you and I, you know. Uh, from uh, Prince Harry's interview with Anderson, he mentioned Ayahuasca, that he has used some of this uh, psychedelic medicine. And I was particularly excited about that part of it because, uh, I mean, growing up in the indigenous culture of West Africa, we use a whole bunch of plant medicine. So it was kind of uh, re refreshing to be able to see these plants are uh, being uh, less stigmatized uh, as it is, quote unquote. So where are we going next? We are going to Canadelic Miami, first week of September, September, uh, I mean, February the 2nd to the, uh, I think, uh, second, third, fourth, second to the fourth, we're going to Canadelic. I will be speaking on a panel. Also, we will be having a booth. So if you want to be part of this, you want to sponsor the show, slide in DM, WCI Health 19 or WCI Health. Having said that, I am not going to waste time anymore. I have with me Jay from Luminate and Tom as well. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having us on. I'm super excited yeah. to be here. Yeah. yeah, great to meet you. Yes, that's awesome. I was looking on your website and I saw that you guys met in college. It was pretty fun. Which of you want to tell me a little bit about how you met? And since then you went in college, you went to college together, you worked for uh, uh, a, a car company together. And uh, it's been a really fun ride with you guys. Talk to me, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel that it's been quite the journey developing Luminate. So me and Tom met 
at university. So we both study in mechanical engineering and we started to become really good friends when we worked on a project called Formula Students. We were building a prototype race car together um, while learning mechanical engineering. And that led us into jobs for Jaguar Land Rover. Um, so um, we were working there as far future design engineers. And this was trying to trying to design vehicles and um, like mobility solutions for the far future. And this was just like a real turning point for us. This was like we took a real deep dive into design thinking, this idea that you can use design and experiences to genuinely positively impact someone's life. And I think this was the first time like coming from a mechanical engineering background, it was this trying to understand what the innate human desires are around wanting to move from A to B and then designing meaningful solutions. And I think this triggered something in us. We became fascinated by this idea of using our kind of using our passion and using our skills to try and add some positivity to the world. And at this time, we were living together as flatmates um, and we were just having this discussion around the dinner table around like, what would if we were going to design a vision of a company like what would it be and we spent months and months trying to work out what this would be and we came to the conclusion that the vision of this this theoretical startup would be trying to um create something that would help people lead a more fulfilling life and we had no idea what the product or service would be but we believed in this vision enough to quit our jobs um in the corporate world and really take are like really try and pour our kind of passion into this vision to try and add some positivity to the world and and I guess would you like me to carry on and, and help explain how the Luminate app was then formed out of this yeah we we are going to get to that uh Jay that is pretty uh fantastic and really uh unique because we're talking about engineering here now we're talking about tech yeah tech and engineering they go together but now we are talking about psychedelic plant medicine uh consciousness that is like uh two parallel line right there talk to me tom uh let's talk about luminate it's a pioneering app that uses sound and light to change brain reading in ways similar to the psychedelics uh, and highly uh, experienced meditation. And the brain imaging researchers at Imperial College uh, London, as well as researchers in Berlin, they have all uh, experienced this app. Fill us in in what the app is about, Tom. Of course. So building off where Jay left off, we were trying to, we were on a mission to try and inspire people to live a more fulfilling life. Um, we did loads of research around this, speaking to people from all around the world. And one particular area that really excited us was the idea of helping people gain easier, more convenient access to their subconscious minds to be able to gain a new perspective and move towards who they wanted to become. Um, this is something that's really seen very clearly in the world of plant medicines and psychedelic therapy, where people are able to enter this altered state of consciousness, where they are able to explore their minds in a new way and bring back insights, information, help them move towards their goals and understand their place in the world. Um, we wanted to take this concept and then try and find a way to make it accessible to as many people as possible. Uh, we started by looking not only at psychedelics, but also meditative states, trance-like states, dream states, and seeing what commonality they had in terms of um, the sort of neuroscience on that side, and also experientially. We then started trying to work out, are there any ways that we could use technology to create at least some of these signifiers to allow people to get into this impactful altered state of consciousness? Um, the thing that really sort of took our interest on this journey 
was this idea of stroboscopic entrainment. So this is a theory that's been around for a fair while. Um, it dates back. There's early examples of writings about it with priests waving their hands in front of the sun. It had a big push in the 60s with the dream machine, which is a cardboard tube with slits cut in it with a light spinning in the middle. Um, but there was never really any hard science put behind it. At its root, from a neuroscience standpoint, um, stroboscopic entrainment works when you've got a stimulation frequency, so a light turning off and on in our case, and this allows the brain waves to synchronize to this um, stimulus. So essentially your brain saying that the light's on each time it comes on. Yeah. Bit by bit, yeah. this sort of this synchronization of the brain waves spreads throughout the brain and allows us to sort of softly guide the brain into a desired state. Um, within this state, we see a higher sort of brain entropy within that, which has been seen very strongly with altered states of consciousness, as well as a few other signifiers. Um, in terms of a subjective experience, which many of your listeners might also be interested in, um, you can expect to see a sort of, so you experience the app with your eyes closed and with the flashlight facing you, providing the stroboscopic light. Um, as it flickers, you can expect to sort of be immersed in this colorful kaleidoscope, um, that's constantly shifting and normally seemingly very multidimensional. If I can just jump in right there, Tom. Uh, before this, uh, this kind of, uh, it comes across like uh, one of these uh, a sci-fi movie <laughs> and, and going into the space and all that stuff. But before this experience, have you guys, I mean, and, you don't have to share that part if you don't want to. I mean, it's ridiculous that this plant medicine are still locked up in what I call the jail of human. Uh, I mean, plants are, <laughs> they're not different from uh, veggies. It's just that Mother Nature's have added a little extra goodness for our wellness, you know. Before this experience, have you guys ever tried uh, plant medicine? Have you ever experienced a uh, psychedelic experience whereby you go into that uh, consciousness uh, space before? Um, yeah, I mean, so I guess, first of all, I completely agree about the ridiculousness, and especially in the UK. I feel like we're another five years behind you guys in the US in terms of acceptance for these things. Um, I would say that especially so while we were investigating this project, we both went on separate travels. And during my travel, I would definitely say that I was very heavily exposed. I went through Central and South America to the ways that people can gain this revelation, revolutionary therapeutic potential of these substances. Um, we'd also been very closely monitoring. I had a keen interest, even from my university days, to monitor the scientific movements around these psychedelic substances and to be seeing what research is coming out through the places like Imperial, which we can now very proudly say we're working with to further these, um, this research and this consciousness space. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would definitely say that we've seen the, the benefits of psychedelics very closely. Yeah, I was pretty uh, impressed. Everywhere I see Dr. Ben Sessor, Carl Harris, those are, they, yeah. are the, they are the big deals when we talk about this space. It's like we are like. Yeah, Ben was actually, so we put a hardware version of our product. I was like, I was blown away when I saw him, uh, his comments on your website. Talk to me, Jay. You have talked about uh, what psychedelic experience and luminate appears to have in common. 
You talked about increased brain signal complexity, reduced activity in the default mode network. Folks, we are going there today. Increased functional connectivity uh, between the different brain regions and reduction in the alpha brain waves. Please expand on this. Tell us more about that because my folks are listening and they are wondering what the, what the heck is alpha wave? What is the default mode network? Talk to us about that. Absolutely. So, so um, Tom heads up everything science within Luminate. So I could I could try and answer the question, but I feel Tom will be a lot better. At okay, we're going to give that to Tom, then we'll come back to you, Jay. Talk Sounds to me, good. Tom. What's going on with alpha waves? Default mode network connectivity. Are we uh, are we neuroscientists here or something? Yeah, so I think that's a really so obviously we started off as mechanical engineers, but when we started researching this stroboscopic entrainment, there just wasn't the body of science to help us understand how this thing could be optimized. Um, at this stage, I started trying to teach myself as much about this very specific segment of neuroscience as I possibly could. And I yeah, use that carefully because I would by far, I definitely would not consider myself an expert in generalist neuroscience. Um, but yeah, we then bought our own EEG brain scanning setup. Um, and spend the next four to five months running experiments ourselves to better understand exactly how this is working and what benefits it brings and what similarities there are to other, other altered states of consciousness. Um, the one which is the most strongly evidenced um, is this increase in signal complexi complexity. Um, this is seen as one of the strongest um, predictors of the intensity of a psychedelic state. Um, the research that's been done within Imperial, particularly in relation to DMT, um, shows over time a very strong linkage between this neural signifier, um, which is essentially looking at the complexity of a signal going on within the brain, um, and the intensity of effect. It's also really interesting because it made headlines as the as a higher state of consciousness um, in 2016. And the signifier was originally used by anaesthetists to measure a lowered sense of consciousness as people were put under anaesthetic. But then in the mid-2010s, um, Imperial College applied this to psychedelics and saw that this was heightened. And we were able to reproduce these heightened results. And this has been shown also at Sussex University, who were also able to um, show this result. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. And, and I, and I, Sorry, and I think just the thing to add, we I think with your question, like we we are very aware we aren't neuroscientists. And since the start of this project, it's been so important to us to embed ourselves within the scientific community. I remember for, for I think probably the biggest imposter syndrome moment Tom's ever had. He was presenting out our data to Robin Carhart Harris. And it was just incredible to be the person whose papers we'd studied so heavily and used so much to be involving with the project and like presenting out the results was just this incredible moment um for tom um, and for us as a yeah. business so yeah uh, yes and we've always wanted to get as much scientific and neuroscience backing as possible to help us help guide our development yeah i mean for me i look at science i mean the indigenous people uh you know the custodians of the plants a lot of the psychedelics are plant-based i mean we are developing new uh molecules uh to to kind of optimize everything but 
when you talk about psychedelics, when we're beginning to talk about psychedelics, what comes to mind is the entheogen, which the indigenous people have used for wellness and religious purposes. They never knew what the science was. <laughs> the folks in the in the Boiti, the Boitians of the Republic of Congo, didn't know what uh what Iboga what 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 was going on with Iboga. They knew based on using this medicine, this plant, they learned by experience. So we don't have to put ourselves in a bath. We only know as far as we can see. Exactly. If we don't see we ain't there yet, then we don't know yet. That's that, that that's because when we begin to talk about mysticism and uh, psychedelics, that comes in sometimes. That okay, mysticism is this uh, is the science that we are yet to find. Who says? I mean, how, where are we? <laughs> Let's not go there. Uh, let's not go there. Science is beautiful, but at the same time, we know as far as we can see. That's what we know for right now. We don't know what's going to happen. Even when we look at the four mode network and folks, when we are talking about the four mode network, it's basically the, the resting state of an average person, you know, like when you are resting, the, the state that your brain goes to, that part of you that sit down there and critique yourself is very hyperactive when we are at our resting space. And in, when it comes to um, like depression, mood disorder generally, we've seen that that part of the brain tends to be more active when we are at our resting space. So basically, that is what we are talking about when we're talking about the formal network. Now, uh, now let's go back to Luminate. It controls an easily altered state using flashlights, like uh, Tom said earlier, and predetermined frequency. Talk to us about, I mean, what is it just the light? Is the light uh, equivalent to the medicine now? Talk to me about that. Yeah, and I, I I think that's a great question. And I think since since the start of the project, like we, we like if we were to kind of outline completely like what we're trying to achieve as a business, it's trying to replicate some of the therapeutic benefits of psychedelics. We wouldn't ever say that Luminate is a full psychedelic experience. And and I think to some of the points Tom made around like the neural signifiers of what the state is, there are some very like beneficial aspects of this state, but we wouldn't ever classify it as a full psychedelic experience. So the, the state itself, as Tom described it, this kind of kaleidoscope of colors that um, people often experience this reduced sense of ego, this reduced sense of time. And, and the sort of benefits that we're seeing people gain from this are they, they break down into kind of three main benefits. One of exploration. So this idea that you can go into this state like with an intention and explore something that you want to find like another perspective on so you might go in with an ambition a problem um, and trying to find another like reframing of this and getting some insight or inspiration from this and the second use case is this idea of relaxation so we see a lot of users who use it as a way to relax and de-stress take a moment away from what might be a very busy life and find some time to really rest and reflect and really relax and, and unwind and, and then the third use case which came as a really 
interesting use case was this idea of sleep. So we've had um, huge amounts of anecdotal reports, and this is an area that we're very interested to actually get some stronger insights and data on, but we're seeing a lot of users using the app for sleeping better. So before going to sleep, we have specially designed uh, light sequences that neurally guide you into the early onset of sleep. Um, and we've had like huge number of users who, who, have who have said that this genuinely improves like their night sleep and also how quickly they can fall asleep. So yeah, so, so in, in its kind of, in its totality like we wouldn't ever claim it to be a psychedelic experience but it's a really accessible altered state that people can use on a day-to-day -day basis to get genuine value and genuine impact and some and some of the therapeutic benefits so, so hopefully I, that answers your question there yeah yeah definitely and i love that you mentioned relaxation sleep because we've seen in clinical data that stress is part of the major root cause of all our problem. You have inflammation resulting from stress, even depression, all this as a result of stress. So if we have an, a situation, normally you start low in, in pharmaceuticals, we wanna start from the lowest do no harm. And where is the lowest do no harm? Diet, exercise. You try to do all those. So this app is coming to me as a, a way, instead of if we don't have to jump into the medicine immediately, we can try all, every other modalities. And that's what I'm seeing. I'm going to come back to you, Tom. You guys have an ongoing now or clinical tri or trials uh, in London which aim to uncover neural uh, mechanism of visual imagery induced by luminate uh using high uh high density eeg with you want to compare it to the psychedelic experience of dmt dimethyltryptamine uh by exploring the psychological and biological mechanism of the auto state can you tell us a little bit about your findings so far what have you found out uh if if at all you have seen anything yeah, so, so far we haven't got any clear findings coming out. And I would just also like to make it very clear that um, although we have supported this study, this is not a study that we've put forward or asked to run. This is a study that Imperial College wanted to do and asked for our assistance and support in providing equipment and providing me with guidance. As a general policy, we tend to prefer not to too directly sit with the science but instead let the science sort of come to us and ask for support where needed um we often find that we can in enter into a pretty dark trap where you're basically paying to get science done to prove your point um if you get too actively involved in that so we tend to like to help any researchers who are interested in working in this space and if any listeners fit into that category we'd love to chat um, but providing them with equipment, guidance and support and showing them what we've researched so far to help them make better decisions and help them steer their research without us becoming too deeply embedded to a point where we could feel like we're influencing the results. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I mean, let's go to, uh, I was read, also reading in the uh, information that I found out there about you guys that, a whole Academy Award winner, uh, the uh, uh, Golden Globe Award winner, Rosamund Pye, has come on board with you guys as the creative director. And she had uh, she had this to say about Luminate. 
it offers a gateway into pure consciousness and is incredibly exciting. She went on to say, what I experienced using the herb is a combination of meditation and deep inner awareness. The tool is both innovative and groundbreaking. I did an A-lister, <laughs> a Hollywood A-lister, like Rosamond, find, uh, find you guys uh, to the level that she is now offering her expertise to this company. Yeah, this is this is still one of those things that it feels so surreal to have Rosamond involved with it, and it's and it all comes from our so the the first investors who um like joined Luminate were uh, Beckley Waves, who are an arm of the Beckley Foundation. I'm sure many of the listeners that yeah. that is a foundation that just when we when they reached out to us and we were speaking to Beckley Waves, we were just blown away by them and also by Amanda Fielding. It's just incredible to um to to have have those investors alongside us and. And um, one of the investors uh, within Beckley Waves um, was a good friend of, well, it is a good friend of Rosamond, and she was snuck onto our beta testing program. And it was through the beta testing program she reached out to us. So at this point, we had, um, we we uh, we had between twenty and thirty beta testers. The app hadn't been released to the world. It was it was still in its final stages of development. And um, she was just blown away, away by the experience and just reached out to us and, and asked if there's any way she can, she can get involved. And the conversation sort of carried on from there. She ended up becoming our creative director. She she now voices over all of our sessions and she's just become an absolutely, inc- like she's added so much to the project. Um, and it's just amazing to have her on board. Um, and yeah, she, she, she's a huge part of, of, um, of Luminate. I noticed that the app is already uh, launched and is uh, is up. You were talking about your beta uh, testing. How does the beta testing? How does it? How did you guys carry that out? Can you expand on that? Absolutely. So, so in in terms of how we did the beta testing in the mm-hmm. early days, yeah. So, so we um we had a so so at this point, uh, me and Tom were running really quite they're on savings and we were trying to work out how like how do we develop something that would genuinely be useful for people we didn't want to create technology or a product or a service that people wouldn't use and wouldn't add any positivity to someone's life so we ended up forming a patreon community the patreon no longer exists but uh, we had a patreon community which is small people a small group of people who were genuinely inspired by the vision and the mission we were trying to achieve as a business so they were all bought into what we were trying to achieve. We created a very small beta test community where we were rapidly um, kind of designing, iterating. We were developing new prototypes and getting people to try them out so we could create something. We, we didn't want to launch something without having confidence that people would actually use it and get value from it. So we had this really tight community where we had constant feedback on things we were developing. Um, and that was essentially what early alpha testing and beta testing looked like for Luminate. Yeah. But yeah, that is that is awesome. So like, uh, I mean, time is uh, time to run fast these days. I want to ask you again. So uh, for some of our listeners that might want to uh, be part of what you're doing, maybe uh, where, uh, how can they support what you're doing? Uh, yeah, and the app itself, is it a subscription? How does the app work? Yeah, absolutely. So the app's available on um, 
the App Store and the Play Store, so all Android and iOS devices. Um, the, the first place would be just to try. So the app is a subscription, but there is um, there are free sessions that you can try out. There's various free content. And, and I guess the first place to go would just be to to try Illuminate with like a real curiosity. I think we've we've seen so far that the app has morphed and shift based on ideas. Like we have so many amazing ideas of like people reaching out with like research ideas, feature ideas. So I just really go in with curiosity to the Illuminate app and to the Illuminate experience. And there is then a subscription if you, um, if you really enjoy the sessions you have and you see genuine benefit, there's kind of a variety of different sessions. And, And I think, for us, one thing that's always been really important is accessibility. Like we've created this to make a like something that pe- that's genuinely accessible to people. And that's why we've always said if there is any listeners who genuinely can't afford Luminate and like has found value from the free sessions, then please just drop us an email and we'll 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 always unlock the app for people who genuinely like are seeing value from the app but can't afford it. Cause that's really just been at the core of what we've tried to create at Luminate, an accessible a technology that adds like positivity to the world yeah yeah tom any other thing you would like us to know about luminates this app no the only thing i would say is when you're giving it your very first go um i would really stress recommending to try and find a really dark space to give it to try it out um we have quite a lot of people who'll try it out in a light space and be like oh yeah that's okay um but for the full effect really try if you can to wear headphones and find a dark and comfortable spot um it's worth putting that time in to get the full effects and to really see what it's about yeah yeah for me, listening to you guys, uh, young gentlemen, uh, I mean, taking the initiative to say, I want to impart the world positively. It's really amazing. And what comes to my mind uh, when it comes to Luminate, as you guys are talking about it, as a, as a clinician, I'm looking at this, uh, this app and I'm thinking this is an opportunity for folks, especially folks that have the history of uh, addiction that might not want to go into some specific therapy. Uh, these are opportunity for them to, to try uh, this modality first before uh, going to the next level. Yeah, this is it's really a great, uh, a great initiative. Thank you guys so much for what you are doing. And uh, yeah, we'll probably, uh, app is definitely going to, improve i'm sure of that do you guys ever think of going back to that live i know when you guys first started you had a live uh practice where people actually come in and practice this are you ever going to go back to that uh format and and yeah that that it's it's such an interesting turn of events i mean and we 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 launched the group so we initially thought the way to make this experience accessible to the world was to create these group light experiences that multiple people would be able to go to it like yoga meditation sports centers around the world um, and it was covid that forced us to like pivot we, like we had this product where you had to have a group of people in a world where like, me and tom could no longer meet up and and that was the point where we realized that the ex- even though the 
like product that we created wasn't relevant like the experience was more relevant just due to the stress of like what the pandemic had put on the world and on us as individuals and we definitely see a point in the future where the group experiences will be reinstated we're not sure exactly when that is there's just something like the the, there's something in the magic of sharing this experience with a a group of people and there's just a magic moment after the experience where people open their eyes and discuss the experiences and like discuss the insights and the impact that it's had. So, so yes, so we, we, we don't have a definitive date for this, but it's something that we like, we are extremely excited to to bring out to the world in the future. And, and for example, for our um, Luminate Christmas party, we did a group session all together um, on the original Luminate light, which was just this beautiful moment of bringing the team together and experiencing this as a team. Um, and it's something that I think, there is a real magic and a real impact um, in this experience. Yeah, and of course, we when we look at COVID, it did a lot of harm. But one of the good I would take from this is the fact that people like us that are out of London, UK, cannot have access to this uh, great gift that you guys are giving to the world. Thank you guys so much. Folks, that is our show today. Time goes so fast when we are talking cool stuff like this find all the past episode on cannabis radio and wci-health.com please rate this show give us a five star and subscribe on apple Podcasts and spotify plus you can also find the show on the higher radio amazon music google WCI Health and wherever you listen to the podcast of course i want you guys to follow me on social at IG at WCI Health 19 on LinkedIn. I'm Dr. Lola O'Humber. And of course, like I said, our upcoming fundamentals of cannabinoid medicine will be launched second week of February 2013. I mean, 2023. So we have fundamentals of cannabinoid medicine and fundamentals of psychedelic medicine. We'd love you to go to the website and find out more about it. Until next time, remember health equals well. Bye, guys. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.